I was going to say, hey. Oh. Hey, I was going to say, hello, everyone. <clears throat> Michael Rosso, Film Photography Podcast with John Fideli. Hey. For a bonus episode. Bonus. Uh, there's just too much going on. And it, today being 620, and it being 620, the, the first thing is that... Um, what do you got? Well, these are from Italy. Italy. From Camera Hack. Camera Hack. Yeah. Hack. Claudio. Oh, ciao, Claudio. Exactly. Now, these are exclusive to the FPP. I asked Claudio if he could make these. Here, I'm going to show you a little booklet. What are those, stickers? That's a little booklet. Oh. It's a 620... 135 to 620 film adapter. Say, what is it, John? It's a 135 to 620 film adapter. So this allows you... So I can put this in my brownie. Correct. Oh. So you can shoot sprockets. sprockets. Now's the time our sprockets family dance. So these are special adapters, that, and today's an appropriate day to announce Ooh. them. These adapters allow you to shoot 35 millimeter in your 620 camera, and when you shoot 35 in a 620 camera, you're shooting the entire piece of film, right. which means when you scan it or you send it to, let's say, thedarkroom.com and say, Sprockets, they'll scan the whole frame. Fantastic. It is fantastic. I love the Sprockets. It's great. This has not been available. We have made available in the FPP online store the 135 to 120 adapters. Mm. People love them. Yeah. They're great. I can imagine. So the way that it's designed, you get two sets of adapters. You would take your 35 millimeter yeah. film, put it on the adapter, put it in the camera, and right. then take an empty... So you plug those onto the film cartridge. Correct. You get empties. What do you mean empties? So when you buy this, you get the two two sets of adapters. Yeah. One's the the feed side. Right. One's the take up. And we and also... How do you take up? Thank you. That's a great question. Oh. We send you recycled 35 millimeter cartridges. So how do you get it in the cartridge? The little tongue's hanging out. <laughs> and you, take, you, you tape it? Tape it. Oh. So the great thing about this is... Does it come with tape? No. Oh. The great thing about this is when you're done, your film's already advanced in, in the roll. Oh. You open the camera, cut it. How about that? And then just send it off for developing. That's pretty nice. And then just mention to your favorite photo developer that you're uh, uh, sprockets. Sprockets. Yeah. Well, what, and, and then you have to write on the take-up canister what type of film you got. Yes, you do. So these come blank canisters? or They have an FPP. Well, it's a, it's a white... FPP sticker on it that allows you to write with a Sharpie. See, that's smart, Mike. Oh, thank you. It's not just some, like, thrown away canister, like Fuji or random. This is pretty thought out. And I've tested this in a variety of cameras. I mean, what are the the challenges of this? We. I mean, what are the challenges of this? We. I would, of course, tell you more, but it would be safer for you if I did not. Are you all right? Of course I'm all right. Some cameras... The cameras are so compact that it doesn't allow the 35 cartridge to fit. Are there any 620 folder cameras? Those are all like 120. Um, Yeah, the Kodak Tourist. It's a beautiful camera. That's a Bellows? Yeah. Bellows! I don't know. (laughs) 
It'll fit in most cameras, but it's not going to fit in all cameras. I sent a camera to... Check this out, John. I sent this to Claudio. That's my camera. It's a Duoflex. Yeah, Kodak Duoflex. And I used that as the... So that he could gauge the uh, distance. Correct. Yeah, because this is different than a brownie, just so you know. Uh, That is more like a... This has gotten like... That's like a TLR. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's a through the lens. But it's a basic camera. There's no real focusing on it. Right. Just point and shoot. But I just wanted folks to know, hey, 620, 620, 35 to 620 adapters, shoot some sprockets, have some fun. And who doesn't want some magic in their lives? Exactly. Also, I wanted to mention, because we didn't discuss this last podcast either, the FPP has been quietly releasing new film. Shh. Exactly. We, we We do it so quietly that it's like, it's like almost a secret. Those who watch the podcast we listen to it are in the know. We released a blog written by Mark O'Brien. He wrote it. Yeah, it was great. It was oh, very thorough. Eastman by the Numbers, you read that? Yeah. Went through all the different stocks. Black and white movie film for your still camera. Now, the great thing to know about black and white movie film for your still cameras mm. is that... You know, in the past, we talked about color movie film and the REM jet, and you have to worry about the REM jet. Yeah. doesn't exist in black and white film. There's no REM jet on any black and white film. What, which, what was the film stock that they shot the Ryan... Uh, oh, Ryan O'Neill? Ryan O'Neill movie. That was the Eastman Double X. Eastman Double X, yes. Yeah. So Eastman Double X is the most widely known film because the FPP has it available in 35mm... Um, we also have it available um, in movie film, hmm. in double eight. But most recently, uh, the folks at Cinestill have released it as 120 roll film. Oh, lovely. Yeah, lovely, which we have. Oh, great. We carry, and we also can convert it to 620. It's a 620 availability for it. Really? So this is Eastman Double X 5222. That's Eastman by the numbers. Other films are not... I mean, people just don't know about them because mm. they're just not widely reported on or no one thinks to like take a, a, a low ISO lab film and yeah, like do anything with it. Three ISO. The, what was the one that was three ISO? Well, we have Eastman Fine Grain 5302. Fine Grain. Is it really Fine Grain? Yes, it is. Okay. ISO 3. Oh, here's a very popular one. We call this uh, we call this fine grain six six ISO makes sense and it's Eastman two two three eight two two what five seven you said two 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 three eight two two five nine yes and it creates a really beautiful image great for portraits great for landscapes high contrast low contrast because um, it was one that was very high contrast this one uh, compared to the others we're going to talk about this is a medium contrast. Hmm. High contrast E. It's on the scale of high contrast, yeah. but it's not. But then you full have stuff contrast. like two, three, six, nine, high con. Did you see uh, Comavision shot the fish? Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy. That dude. When that dude's not shooting, he's yeah. watching David Lynch movies. <laughs> it looks like it. When people go visit him, he rushes over to them. He's like, "Don't drink that coffee." Yeah. There's a fish in the percolator. <laughs> I'm making my lunch. E- Eastman two three seven four. You're just making these numbers up now. We call it we call it hi-fi two three seven four. Because why? why? Because Wi-Fi. Hi-fi. Wi-Fi. Be- exactly. Because it's a sound recording film. Oh. Is that the one they did uh, 
Sinatra, are you going to mention Sinatra? Is that, didn't he do a 35 millimeter? He had, Sinatra released an album. I mean, we're talking in the 60s. Yeah. And on the album, it says big, you know, recorded on 35 millimeter. I found a record the other day that was recorded on 35 millimeter by Enoch Light, Mazursky's Pictures, oh. Pictures at an Exhibition. I'm guessing back in the it's day. The 60s. Yeah. That I'm guessing that the, uh, the film is so wide, you know, 35 millimeter, compared to smaller gauge. Still not quite sure how they record on 35 mil, but um, I'm also not sure if they recorded. They may have recorded on like a, a magnetic 35 millimeter. Would have to be right. This hot, this hi-fi 2374 sound recording film. It's made in the lab for optical sound, which is the squiggly sound. Right. 2366. Six six. That's in the FPP online store as. Uh, we call it low ISO black and white. How like, low can you go? It's ISO, ISO six, six, not too low. It's a single digit. So that's Eastman by the numbers. It's a blog over at, over at filmphotographyproject.com. Also at the store, filmphotographystore.com. Yeah. One of the main slides when you you know first go to the site, it's like a slide, slide picture slide. Slide show there. There's also a link there that goes right to the various films that's available. All right. Yeah, go check it out. And now Kodak presents a holiday reminder from Betty White. This week we'll celebrate the 4th of July. A good day to make the wonderful world of color yours with color snapshots. And you can do it so easily with your own camera, the one you have right now, and Kodakolor Film. Kodakolor Film comes in all the popular sizes. And believe me, next to the pickles, it's the most important part of the picnic. So when you're out for holiday fun, be sure to take along an extra roll or two of Kodakolor Film so you can capture all the fun and color of your happy family day. With Kodakolor Film, you can take color snapshots as easily as black and white. Just aim and snap, and you get beautiful, sparkling color prints. So no matter how you spend your day, save the fun in color. It makes a world of difference. Be ready before the 4th with Kodakolor Film in the familiar yellow box. Remember, you can depend on the name Kodak. If you're a vinyl record enthusiast, enthusiast, Pompton Lakes, New Jersey, is the place yeah, for you. you. They're one of the best. There are two stores literally across the street from each other. Mm-hmm. You can't go and wrong. And they're worlds apart. One is is more finely curated than the other, and one is bigger than the other. It's a good. It's a good. Pompton Lakes is a good place if you're a vinyl enthusiast. Oh to, yeah. To spend you know an afternoon because then you could go to Tony's Touch of Italy. Yes. And get some slices. Oh yeah. Then you could go to Station One. Yep. Then you could go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. And then you could go to Flipside. Flipside. And the thing about Flipside Records and Station One, you won't, like, it'd be easy for you. Both yeah. guys are Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan. Like, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll both look at you like, where do I know you from? Who are you? Who sent you? And then you'll say, ah, I listened to the FPP. It'll be like, FP what? And at, at Flipside, you could, like, you could buy old jeans. That's, that's do you remember the day that story. Joey Kate bought a shirt from Flipside? Do you recall? Like, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I didn't even know that was for sale. I thought he was just leaving his laundry out. From- <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even fit him right. It was, like, too big or something. Like, it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <sighs> well, see? Something for everyone in Pompton Lakes. Time to wake this show up. If you go to Flipside, on any given day, you'll see a rack outside, lots of records outside. But you'll see, like, a pair of jeans just, like, yeah. thrown over. Oh, he has a pair of jeans like over the the records. Yeah, like I was trying to like look for records, and there was a pair of beaten shoes that I wouldn't think to <laughs> to buy. And then I'm I'm asking him, I'm like, why are there shoes on top of the records here? And he's like, they're for sale. It's atmosphere. I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, he has his own for thing sure. going on. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that flip side has been there since the 80s. Yeah, that guy's now, been around a while. Now, when you were a teenager and lived in neighboring Ringwood, mm-hmm. did you get rides to come down to go to Flipside? Yeah. Well, we would, uh, did we hitchhike? Probably hitchhike. Was there someone out. different there or that guy was there? No, he was always there. That guy was there. Always there. In the 80s. 80s. But we used to go to Sound Exchange because that was also oh. on Ringwood Ave before they moved to Wayne. I did not know that. It was in a very small shack. I did not know that. That right now there's a haircutting place there. Sound Exchange. Sound Exchange. Route 23 right now in Wayne. Right. Now that's, that's good, not too far. You can do three record stores in one day. That's a good place to go because across the highway, across the street, <gasps> is Lee Sushi. Mr. Lee. You could plan. You know what? Book your day. hotel. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Holiday Inn Express there in Wanakue. You book it there. You spend two days. The reason I, I, I asked. What show? The, <laughs> the reason we're here is because we, <laughs> we announce things. We do soft announces. Oh, okay. No, really. Soft. What would be a hard announce? Like blasting social media? Uh, a hard announce would be... We just don't make a big deal out of. That's why we have the newsletter. Right. I mean, everyone listening here. Hello. Wake up. (laughs) You... I'm assuming everyone that listens to this podcast gets a newsletter. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you can just go to the filmphotographystore.com, mm-hmm. scroll down to the bottom, it says newsletter, or go to filmphotographyproject.com, and on the right says newsletter. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing everyone here subscribes to the newsletter. It's great. They're very fun and informative. Thank you. So today, 620, another surprise, and this surprised me because I didn't know about this. This is a brand new camera that is modeled after... A um, vintage 1980s. Oh, this is brand new. I didn't know that. We're talking about Rito 3D camera. Right. Yeah, some people don't know. It's I didn't know it was new. Brand new. That's the name of the camera company, Rito? Rito. Rito 3D. Spell it. R-E-T-O. Rito. 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 Lovely Rito 3D camera. <laughs> so there's a brief history of this. Well, first of all, it's at the FPP online store. Lovely Rito 3D camera. <laughs> How much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me tell you what what the vintage cameras are going for on eBay. So you could the vintage 3D cameras are going on eBay for 150 to 350. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Really? <laughs> yes. And these cameras are the Nashika. Right. Dane had one. Right. I had one a few years ago. Mark we were, has one. Yeah. And the Nashika or the Nimslow. And those, none of those have flash, do they? They all have flash. Oh, well, do they? If they didn't have a flash, they had a hot shoe on top. A uh, hot shoe. And these are cameras that, that has three or four lenses. This one has three. Mm-hmm. It takes the same picture three times from different, slightly different angles. It's, it's, it's a point. But it, but it does the same. It takes up the same amount of space on the film as a regular 35 millimeter? No. Or is it wider? It would have to be wider. Well, right? no. Each frame is long. Uh, it's like a, it's almost it's almost like the size of a, what's called a uh, half frame. Okay, so so each lens takes a half frame. So each frame is actually a frame and a half. 
when compared to a regular 35 millimeter camera you get, yes get me okay i think i think that's correct but i can tell you that you take the picture and it will snap three images of the same subject yeah. from slightly different angles back in the 80s it was known as um, a format and the way you saw 3d in the 80s was you sent it to a special lab and they did something called lenticular printing. Right. So these days, occasionally you'll see like a special release DVD or Blu-ray or album cover where it's lenticular, 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 lenticular. It's if you if you scratch it with your finger, it goes. Yes. Right. And if you angle it, you can see two different images depending upon the angle. Right. Yes. Uh, so that's the way it was viewed in the 1980s. So it being... They would give you a lenticular picture. Yes. That you could then move. Correct. Wow. I don't know anyone that's crazy. doing lenticular pic- picture printing, but it may exist. I don't know. But now you make them for fun JPEGs. JPEG GIFs. 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 GIF. Animated GIF. Animated GIF. They're all over Instagram. Yep. People love this. How much is the camera, Mike? Oh, I'm so sorry. So the camera, the retail price of the camera, the suggested real, the suggested retail price is ninety nine ninety nine. Can I suggest fifty dollars then? <laughs> the it's FP, just a suggestion. The FPP price is eighty nine ninety nine. Whoa, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Now is this plastic? This is plastic point and shoot camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go to the product page, you scroll down, you'll see our video. Which you saw, and you saw that I took a, a tasty, smooth sailor tune. Yeah. It's, it's a... Uh, that's our version of uh, Raymond Scott's... That's you on the sticks? Song. Yes. That's a fun little song. It's a fun song. Raymond Scott, the guy who uh, inspired a lot of uh, the Looney Tunes. Oh, soundtrack. is that right? That, that song in particular, I forget what it's called, Workhouse or something like that? was used in Bugs Bunny cartoons. So these days, you, you shoot with this camera, the Rito. You, receive th- you get your film developed or you develop it yourself. You'll see three images per shot. Mm-hmm. And then these days, 2021, yeah. you have uh, a few different options to edit it. So me personally, I go into Photoshop. I, le- I take the three images. I crop them to my liking. Mm-hmm. I layer them in a, in a layered file. So I, I put the first one in. Okay, there it is. Great. I bring the second one in. On top? On top. Change the opacity. And for me, I line oh. up the eyeballs oh. of the subject. So the first one, you bring it in, crop it to your liking, save it as a JPEG. Then in that layered file, I bring in the second image. I line it up to my liking, usually using the eye. Mm-hmm. Then I uh, make the opacity so it's you know not transparent anymore. And I save that as a sec- second JPEG. Then I do the same with the third. Then I take those three JPEGs, which are now pretty much lined up to my liking. Mm-hmm. And I, I bring them into uh, Final Cut. Oh, that's good. And I lay and each one into three frames, and then I repeat that so that I wind up with uh, like, a, like a, I don't know, eight-second li- little movie. MOV file, right? MOV, MP4. Okay. Instagram will take an MP4. But how do you get it to loop infinitely? infinitely? Or you don't. You don't. You, that's your decision. Oh. Now, there's also two apps you can use. There's the Rito app, which I'm sad to say is for Macintosh only. Ha ha! But, <laughs> so I'm guessing that works well. I haven't tried that. That's pretty rude. And that, you only do it on one format? Uh, you know what? Maybe they didn't get to it. They're probably working, as we speak, they're probably working 
another guy called the Stereo Photomaker. Another guy. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I saw this on a thread. It's a Japanese man. He has a website where he has an app to do this, to make the, the stereo process. Oh, so you can just go on the app and do it. You go there. I don't know. You go there. And you'll see it's like a 1990s website. Oh, yeah? You folks cool. listening, you probably know, like, immediately when I say a 1990s website. Space Jam. Just a, a site that looks like it's uh, from a different... Well, have it you, is. Did you hear about the Space Jam? No. Website still running from the 90s, when that first movie with Michael Jordan was out. Oh, what's it called? Space Jam. Is it like a popular site people like to visit? Uh, yeah. Because oh. it's retro. Because it, they haven't touched it. They haven't updated it. They just kept it as like a museum piece. On the internet. Oh, okay. I'll have to check that out. And there's a new Space Jam movie coming out. I think if you go to Space Jam... They, the they, they, they updated it. There'll be a link. No, there's a link to the old Space Jam. Oh. Ah. So, you know, I mean, just like, you know, Lomo Kino, which is a movie maker using 35mm film, this is the Rideau 3D camera. And I guess the great thing about these cameras are they'll retain their value. I hope so. So in six months when you're like, ugh. Tired of this. <laughs> you can sell it for the same price. Or more. Oh, let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, really fast, we'll talk about new film. I received this uh, top, says top secret. Top secret. Shh. Yeah, I'll let you read it. Uh-oh. It's all exciting. Okay. <clears throat> Who's it from? It's from Stephen my... Dowling. Yeah. You Sco- know him? Cosmo Photo. Cosmo Photo. Boy, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah, you don't he, say. They released uh, a few years ago. It was a, yeah. Remember, it was like a space age no. Russian design. Cosmo Photo. Boy, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Very exciting news. Cosmo Photo is launching its new film via Kickstarter on Friday. Oh, is this, this is exciting. It's called Agent Shadow. Agent Shadow. And it's a 400 ISO black and white film with some seriously cool film noir packaging. I'm launching it with a very special collector's box made to look like a retro spy's briefcase. Oh. And it comes with a graphic novella called The 36 Frames, which sees... Agent Shadow, pursued across an unnamed city by mysterious agents. I don't think Kojak or Fujifilm have ever done anything quite like this. Though the film officially launches on Friday, the page is live now. Is that true? It's live right now? Yes. 620? Yes, it is. That means you can pledge now while there are still early bird rewards at discounted prices, including the briefcase box at a cheaper price. So you just go to Agent Shadow Kickstarter. Just one more thing. The teaser campaign announcing the film doesn't end until Friday morning, so please, is that relevant here, Friday morning? Uh, there's no dates associated with that, right? This is June 10th. Today's the, tw- today's the 20th, so I don't so know. that was 10 days ago. While we're spreading the word, Stephen Dowling, for your Agent Shadow Kickstarter for Cosmo Photo. So go get some. Go take a look at it. Get some of those early birds. I'm going to go take a look. You, you have it up? I'm going to take a look at it when we're done here. Okay. I'm on like that briefcase. When I'm assigned to shoot a guy like John Newcomb, I pack my Canon AE-1 with several lenses. Because I'm after more than just John's form. Creativity means capturing his intensity. You try it, John. Me? Sure. The AE-1 is so simple, you can really concentrate on your subject. About all you do is focus and click. The surprisingly affordable Canon AE-1. So advanced, it's simple. Uh, you want, I know you want to say a few thank yous, but really fast, because uh, John and I were working on this package of cameras going to a school just a few short weeks ago, uh, Seneca Valley High School in Maryland. Yes. The instructor, Joanna Knox Yoder, she just sent a nice note on Instagram. Oh, great. Uh, it says, a huge thank you 
for the donation of the photography photography equipment with the help of some very awesome people. That's us. I was able to set up this thing of beauty today. A special thank you to Film Photography Project. We are thrilled to have cameras with awesome vintage straps to get and to get our darkroom started again. She has her enlargers already set up. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. Great. And the fleet of cameras we sent her. Fleet. We sent out quite a few cameras. Yeah, that's that's really terrific. Mentions over there? Yeah, we got, you know, good friend Bill Lowy, as we like to call him, Blowy. Yes. Sent a bunch of stuff. Yet another box of camera stuff, he says. And it's on NASA paper. NASA, oh. What do you call this? NASA head? Uh, letterhead. As in, like, space. As in space. Bill and his wife used to work at NASA, right? Yeah. Here's another one from Bill. So that was, he sent like two or three boxes. Here, look at that. Three boxes. So three separate things and three separate thank yous, Bill. Uh, there's another one from Todd Gage and Rick Welts. Thank you very much for your generous donation. We also have uh, the AJ Buzzy Albin from oh, yeah? Texas from Quality Lab Consulting. They do gas technology, I guess. Uh, they're in Laporte, Texas for all your gas technology needs. Uh, thank you so much for uh, your donation, dude. Appreciate it. Where are you from? I can't remember. Can't you remember anything? I remember the Alamo. <laughs> and then Ginny Hayes from Quincy, Washington. Yes. Thank you so much for your donation. Catherine Rhodes, thank you so much for your donation. Robert and Izo, who sent a Canon A1, which actually came in and went right out. Is that right? To our New York uh, donations program. Uh, the New York High School of Design. Uh, it was School of was School, school of Visual school Arts. School of Design and something else. I forget. The, the, that will be going out at the end of the summer. Right. So I put that right into a box. Worked nicely. When's Thank the first you so day much. Of summer is it today? Twenty first. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <gasps> Bart. Henderson, thank you so much for your donation. Really appreciate it. Adam Seidel, thank you very much. Reginald Jones, thank you so much for your donation. Gene Rincon from Bronx, New York. Bronx cheer for you, Gene. <laughs> Bronx cheer. Yeah. You know, you know what Bronx that is, cheer? right? Yeah, I know. As a matter of fact, <laughs> in, the, in the McCrory's when I was a kid, you could buy a whoopee cushion. <laughs> You know what that is? Yeah. You blow it up, you sit on it, it makes a fart sound. And it said on the packaging, a real Bronx cheer. Yeah. And the last one, yes. I, have, I still have a, a whole box, but I have one with a question. Oh, okay. So uh, Morgan Middleton from Atlanta, Georgia, sent a donation. This is back in January of 2019. Not that long ago. <laughs> oh. January 2019, January 2020, January 2021. Yeah. Two and a half years. Oh, it's not that long. A lot can happen in two and a half years. <laughs> Anyways, he says he, he has a question from Mike. He said, I recently purchased 100 feet of Portra 160NC on eBay, a rare find. However, when I began loading it into cartridges, I realized it was only perforated on one side. I tried loading it into some cameras, and it's a no-go with automatic loaders, and only sort of works with manual cameras. The film doesn't always advance all the way, so I had to end up with overlapping shots. So I'm hoping you all know something I don't. What's up with the single perforation? Why does it exist? I have some advice. Also, he sent coffee, remember? Oh, yeah. Thank you for the coffee, What's Morgan. What's this gentleman? Morgan Middleton. Morgan, here's the thing. Okay, so when he said, oh, Portra 100 foot for bulk rolling, I was like, what? Doesn't exist. I said, oh, doesn't exist. Then he said, what, NC? 
NC. What's NC? What's the difference? Uh, this is like uh, 90s or early 2000s Portra. Oh. So Portra used to be NC and VC. Yeah. Natural color and VC vibrant color. They were Natural. done away with. Oh, and then Portra oh. 160 and Portra 400 were relaunched. They were relaunched just as yeah. 160, no numbers or letters. So back in the day when film was still uh, you know, a, a viable commodity to the <laughs> – well, to people who you know, professionally right. shot, right. this was available as a, as a bulk roll. That's some kind of specialty bulk roll. I've never seen 35 millimeter perforated on one side. So clearly yeah. that was for a machine, yeah. possibly surveillance or a certain type of huh. device. Like a medical device. Could be, Yes. But here's what you do. And I don't think it's going to cost you too much. Well, it's two years. I don't know if he still has it. Maybe oh. he burned it by now. But go ahead. Just you in case get yourself happens. a Canon EOS 10S. This is a camera, 35mm camera, that does not need, you don't need any perfs. Oh, really? Yep. So you could use it for unperforated film. So you can go on eBay and find like microfilm with no perfs. Oh. Or you could have, in this case, this oddball film. Don't worry about the perfs. Use the Canon EOS 10S. Mm. Highly recommended camera. Uh, speaking of donations, uh, I do want to mention that uh, um, Diana. Diana. Sent, teach me to read, Diana. Sent us a cash donation. Yes. hundred bucks. Hundred, what? That's awful generous. Yeah, wow, it, that's so great. I sent her many, many thanks. That um, will help go so to, much. If you go to our site, there is a donate button. You could give a cash donation. and We put it to good use here. It uh, pays for all the uh, overages and shipping. Mm-hmm. Which are many. It pays for uh, the uh, upkeep of our completely messy space here. All the expensive things that no one likes to talk about. like Helps heat. with R&D of these films. Yes, it helps with er- everything that we do over here. Hey, this is a brand new letter. It's nice to get a brand new letter from Dominique. Dominique. D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E. Dominique. I recently tuned into the May 15th show where you discussed the negative supply film scanning device. It's so refreshing to listen to the gang. I guess two people could be a gang? Gang of two. A gang of two. Sure, why not? And thought John Fideli's opinion on what a good photo was was right on. Oh. I've forgotten how much I enjoy listening to you guys. Well, that's nice. Oh, this is the May 15th show she's talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. I also want to tell you that I use both 35-millimeter and the medium format negative supply film scanning carrier. Mm. Yeah, it's the good. The carriers. It's nice. I have my own light source, a Kaiser light, and use a macro lens on a DSLR to mm-hmm. digitize negatives that I develop in my kitchen. It's fantastic. Nice little system. The workflow is so much quicker and easier than scanning on a flatbed. Yes, sir. Uh, I bought an Epson V850. Wow. Deluxe. Yeah. What do you do with it now, Dominique? Yeah, exactly. The negatives using the negative supply film carrier and then using the negative lab pro to convert the negatives and make everything so Wait easy. Wait Say that again. Uses the negative supply. Right. Captures it. <clears throat> then DSLR. uses a software called negative lab pro. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I'm a Photoshop guy, but there's so many software programs I'm unaware yeah, of. I know. I'm working on a photo book. This is oh, from you? Josh oh. Lou. Josh Lou. I'm working on a photo book of Joshua Tree National Park. Oh, cool. And we'll be donating 60% of the profits to the National Park Foundation. Oh, good on you. To see some of my work, my website is joshlu.com. J-O-S-H-L-U. So I thought folks may want to check that out. Definitely. Go check it out. 
I just printed this out randomly because I, I listen, as you folks know, I listen to a lot of music on mm-hmm. Spotify. I got fed up with the commercials and I just pay them their fee now per month. Yeah. So, oh, it's heaven. It, 12 bucks? 10 or 12 bucks. Oh, it's so worth it. Heaven. So they made a recommendation. And because, you know, I was talking to you about last, last show. What show? About uh, Granddaddy and the Fentry mm-hmm. song where they use spoken word at the beginning to introduce a song. Yeah, yeah. So Spotify recommended Bill Laswell. And, you know, it, very eccentric guy. Yeah, so every day there's like a daily mix. They give you like a daily, and in the mix, like some of the stuff you've listened to, and then some other stuff. Yeah. This popped up, and it was like spoken word. This was which band? Which iteration of Bill it, Laswell's was it? It was just Bill Laswell. Oh, okay. Because he has his hands in many pots. I have a uh, CD of In a Silent Way that he put out, which basically mixes old original tapes of Miles Davis sessions from In a Silent Way. And he adds new textures on top of it. And it's so dreamy and otherworldly. And that's his thing. He likes to take different kinds of music, like funk and classical and punk, and mix them all together and somehow makes uh, you know something pleasing out of all of it. He's a real alchemist, musically speaking. There's an awful lot of albums available. In any of your previous podcasts, this is from Barry Steinlich. Have you ever done... One on movie film procedures. In other words, huh? so we offer film developing scanning here, movie film. Mm-hmm. He says, have you done procedure from when it arrives, then to processing, and then to scanning? How many how many rolls do you process at a time? Mm. Are the movie films done in batches, one at a time? So he thought, oh, it would be very interesting to... I think of like back in the day, those old films of like how the post office works. <laughs> you know, they would show you the route right. of one letter. Like once your package yes. arrives at the post office... Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jimmy is buying a stamp for the letter. The money the post office gets for stamps helps pay for the people who work in the post office and for other costs of sending the mail. The post office is run by the Post Office Department of the United States Government in Washington. The tray that the letter fell into is emptied onto a sorting table. Letters which go by regular mail usually go by train or truck. It is sorted by zip code. Maybe it'd be fun to make a little movie. Why not? Shot on movie film, of course. Of course. Be fun. What happens when your film arrives at FPP? Yeah, it's, a, it's, I mean, if you think about it, it's a remarkable process. People order online. They mail their, let's say, cartridge of Super 8 film. It arrives at the Fairlawn Post Office. You know, mm-hmm. through, I mean, that whole thing within itself is yeah. amazing. Justin, one morning, will ride over there, pick it up in big mail bins. The mail bins then come here. Mm-hmm. He sorts it. And then all the f- the movie film orders get go in their own separate bin, yeah. which goes to me. I handle the department. Then I sort through the bin, open each one up, catalog what it is, what type of film. They all go to different departments. And then when it's back from development, uh, then it gets sorted, put into folders. And then I walk it over to the movie scanning department. Technician over there, head technician. Yes, where it gets scanned and color graded. Then it goes back into a bin. And I take it again. Then it goes to the I did promise last show that uh, we'd read a, uh, a letter from Angus, Angus McNaughton. Oh, we didn't get to Angus. So I occasionally find myself with questions about some of my plethora, cornucopia, boatload of vintage cameras. Hmm, why does this one model camera always seem to be locked up? Stuck in rewind. What is the safest way to unstick a stuck leaf shutter? Hmm. I will Google it 
and often find some useful and creative answers. But I was wondering, is there an online place, pub, neighborhood bar, bowling alley, where I could join and post such questions to the gurus and mavens without seeming too foolish? I'm a Facebook-enabled, Instagram-enabled, and in general, web-enabled. But alas, like a mute carny, I am untweeting. Inquiring minds as well as mine want to know. Thanks. Dana. Angus! Bring him. Oh, bring him. Angus, bring him. I thought it was McNaughton. No. Well, I guess that's... Maybe he's McNaughton on, on YouTube. Right. Wherever you live, you take a boat, train, whatever it is, and you go to Metropolis Music in Jersey City, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. And you walk in there and you talk to Mark Dalzell. Why? Because he's a fountain of information? Yes. I think he would take... Uh, wasn't he using lighter fluid? To, to get shutters working? He, by any means possible. Yeah, maybe. He was probably even lighting them on fire for all we know. He gives them a, a good bang, works through them, just keeps on shutter, you know, cocking and firing and cocking and firing and uses whatever is at his disposal. We do have a... Uh, Don't be a, scared, Angus. We do have a thread on our Flickr group. So you go to Flickr.com, which I highly recommend. It's like saying you have an AOL uh, yeah. email. Flickr is an awesome place to store your, your photography to, to, you know, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. And what I do personally is once I post it to Flickr, from Flickr, you could push it to Instagram. Did oh, you know that? Yeah. No, I didn't. You take your picture on Flickr, yeah. drop down share, and then you'll see feed, your, your Instagram feed. Oh, no kidding. And post it right to... Uh, no kidding. Right? Yeah, that's right. Wow. Eat it up. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? So on the Flickr group, Film Photography Podcast, that's us, there is a thread called um, Camera Repair mm-hmm. with uh, recommendations of where to go, what to do. So there you go, Dana. Yep. And I'm going to save the rest, I think, for later, because this is just a quick bonus show. show. Bonus show. Can I thank uh, three people before yes. we go? Janet Magnuson for her donation. Matt Cody in NYC oh, yes. for his donation. And also, we got a nice card from Joan Janchak, who uh, said, Thank you for finding a new home for my camera so it can continue to generate joy. And that's what we're all about here, Mike, isn't it? It is. Generating the joy of photography, carrying it on through the donations program. Absolutely. And carrying it on through people with new film stocks and new 3D-type technologies. You know, when you find people that are into what they're into, and it could be like woodworking, mm-hmm. f- you know, film photography, alternative process photography. Knitting. These people, myself included, can't really explain why it possesses them to create that. Like, like, because it's just something that clicks in you. It's just, it's just something. It's just something. And it's, it, it defies any explanation because it really can't be explained because in, in the year 2021... There's no explanation of why you don't shoot a movie on your phone instead of, hmm. you know, buying a 25-foot, you know, flawed because by the time you load it, flip it, shoot it in your, your regular eight camera, mm-hmm. you're getting light leaks, you're getting this, you're getting that. But yeah. maybe that's the magic that those, the, I guess, the general population who would never even think of doing such a thing, yeah. it's lost on them. It's unique in its own yeah. quirky way. It's the it art. It's the uniqueness of it. Yeah. I'm very happy to be part of this community. You know, when we go to an event and we see, hang out with like-minded people, it's mm-hmm. like being home. Yeah. And then you have to deal with the misery of being like a, at a family function where no one there 
can understand what you're talking about. They're like, are you still taking photos? Do you still shoot on film? I didn't know they made that. Yep. Do they still have film cameras? No, they're all gone. They've been wiped off the face of the earth. Do they still have film cameras? Yeah. Or a swarmy, you know, the, the, the wisecracking brother-in-law who's just always yeah. going to make fun of you because you're Indeed. like, you know, using an analog medium. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been digging deep in the, um, in the Smooth Sailor library. Oh, how deep did you go? Uh, I've been hovering the 2009 to 2011 period. It's pretty deep. Yeah. It's like the early stages, right? Yeah. So uh, I have them cataloged by date, title, and I don't, you know, mention the titles usually because they're too too dirty. <laughs> they're juvenile. The juvenile, yes. They're, they're grade school filth. Yeah. But that's what know. makes it so funny. But the other last show, just a few, day, a few days ago, you mentioned Smooth Sailors, and I found one cut. I just, I can't, not, I can't not enjoy it. It's, it's that one cut of just Joe kind of screaming. Oh yeah. So Jackson, <laughs> you've heard it. It's great. He's talking about going downtown on the yeah. subway? Uh, no, talking about going to Coney Island. Oh. Mom made me join the Navy. Uh, that one? Oh, you mean there are more? Oh, my God. There's one on uh, All Aboard. Hey, Memorial Day's over, folks. Come to Coney Island. Come see the freak show. We got new parade. Benny and the Jets. On Spotify, there's only Smooth Chrome. That's the only oh, album. Oh, really? Yep. Birds of Paradise, it's called, like a pair of dice. You have the ar- on that birds of paradise. On the chrome, you have the Archie Shuffle. <laughs> there she blows the egg. That's right. <laughs> you can't smooth this. Right. My Little Pony. Yeah. Which that was not what it was called. No. What number is yellow? <laughs> Bob for bombers. <laughs> Dagwood Doublecock. <laughs> Dragon Lady Walk. That's a good one. Marty Smooth Day. Tammy loves a parade. My name is Tammy, and I love a parade. And dry heave ho. <laughs> <laughs> dry heave ho. See, there's some good titles. Well, I'm not playing anything off of Smoover Chrome. Oh. Uh, because um, the robots. Oh. Uh, oh, I had a letter from the. the, the what did I do with it? From the, the fellow from the Coop Tones. He said he gave us permission. Oh, He's like, use- I so and so give you permission to use. Uh, and I, I, have, I need to write back. I just got the email. I have to write oh. back to him. But like, hey, thanks for the permission. But the ro- Even though ro- he per- set, gives robots yeah. do not listen to humans. That does not <laughs> compute. Robots don't listen. Skynet does not yes. need any human intervention. The robot in its own voice would say, oh, that's nice, baby. Here, take down. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm taking you down. But that's a, that's a story for another day. And I don't know if that day will ever come. There are no. a lot of guys on YouTube. These are... These are uh, uh, folks on YouTube who um, have guitar instructions or uh, musical instrument instructions. So it'll be a, let's say, a fella with a guitar saying, okay, today we're going to learn Stairway to Heaven. Exactly. And they'll flag him. And they'll flag him and they demonetize him and then he'll do a video about it and you can see the frustration. He's like, he's just so perplexed by the whole thing. It is copyrighted material and Jimmy Page doesn't take any prisoners. That's true. I don't know. Maybe he should be te- Teaching, I don't know, green sleeves or some <laughs> something in the public domain. Yeah. So we'll be back on the fifteenth of July. Yeah, summer, summer fun. We'll have our summer fun show, 
And um, we'll talk about what film John chose to take on his big trip to Vermont. Mm-hmm. To the wedding. The white wedding. No, hang on. Jenny Fuzz, the girl you used to see around the place, but now she's gone. Yes, she's gone. To that great gig in the sky. She never had the chance to say goodbye. Oh, Jennifer, why did you have to die? Every Monday morning she would cross the busy road to get her coffee She liked it strong Always waited for the light But one day she just didn't see that bike Oh Jennifer, it gave you such a Jennifer, I wonder if you're listening to this song Never had the chance to say I loved you all along I watched you every single morning You saw the bike, you didn't hear my warning Jennifer's a girl you used to see around the place But now she's gone Yeah, she's gone To the great gig in the sky I'd love to see you when it's time to die I sold the bike I must apologize.
now get this. You go tell Raphael that I ain't taking no jive from no Western Union messenger. You tell that asshole if he got something to tell me to get his ass down here himself. Then he said that I was to get my ass out of there quick or he cut it.